You're listening to Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Join the conversation on our Facebook page or on Twitter. And be sure to like and follow us for more great Catholic content. Now, back to the show. And welcome back. I'm Heather Caro. And I'm Dr. Chris Bergwald. And we're broadcasting today from Sioux Falls, South Dakota. Thank you for joining us. It's been a great morning so far, great conversations. If you've missed any of it, you can always check out our podcast on realpresenceradio.com or you can download our free app, Real Presence Radio. So there you go. Can't miss it. So coming up next, we're heading over to West River, Rapid City. Good morning, Kelly Wartman. Thank you for joining us. Good morning. Thanks for having me. Good. How are things out there today? You know, it's a little smoky in town. There's lots of fires all around uh, the hills. So it's a little scary right now, but we're praying for all the families and the firefighters. And we'll get through it together. Right. And it's very close to town there. Um, Can you kind of describe the location of it? Uh, Yeah, so it's on the west side of Rapid City um, around the hills. Okay. Um, but there's also fires in Sturgis and Keystone, so they are definitely popping up everywhere. Already starting, so we'll have to have many many of our listeners pray for the Rapid City area as they fight those fires Amen. today. Amen. Yes, we'd appreciate that. Absolutely. So, well, Kelly, can you tell us a little bit about yourself and the role that you have with Catholic Social Services in Rapid City? So I'm the Family Services Department Head at Catholic Social Services. So I work in adoption and pregnancy counseling. I've been here since September. I do have a background in working in residential treatment through Children's Home Society. So I've been working with parents and kiddos um, pretty much since I was out of college. Um, I'm a parishioner at St. Teresa Little Flower in Rapid City, and I'm married, and I have Two daughters. Okay, great. And there's a new program that Catholic Social Services is offering. Can you tell us about it? Yeah, so our new program is a virtual support group for foster and adoptive parents. It's called Resilient Connections. Um, So I'm using a faith-based support group curriculum called The Connection, which is based on trust-based relational intervention, which was developed by Dr. Karen Purvis out of Texas Christian University in Fort Worth, Texas. And what I really like about trust-based relational intervention is that it's a very holistic approach to parenting. There's a lot of research and science that they've done at Texas Christian University behind this approach to working with children from hard places, children that have experienced trauma. Um, And it emphasizes three principles, which are empowering, connecting, and correcting to support the child's body and soul and spirit and it's just a really great program. Well, I would think it would be a much-needed program um, for any of those families because I would think bringing a child into the home would be a huge adjustment. Can you talk about some of the adjustments that everybody has to get used to? Yeah, so foster and adoptive parents, you have to go through a lot of training, about 30 hours of training to prepare to foster or adopt, but um, it's not really real until... (laughs) Until you actually bring that kiddo home. Um, So back in November, I was doing um, a presentation during uh, National Adoption Month for parents. And I asked them what their greatest challenge was. Um, 
uh, being a foster adoptive parent, and I was expecting them to say coronavirus or having kids home all the time, and they said it was not having support. Uh. And so that's when I got an idea, like, we really need a support program for these parents. Can you talk about what what sort of support um, were they looking for? Was it sort of tips, techniques, how-to, what do you do, or just more generally? What what sort of support have have you found that the parents need and are looking for? I think parents genuinely just need a listening ear, Mm. and they need to find their tribe and meet with other parents who are going through the same thing they are and also having a professional support to offer those kids for parenting or for dealing with behavior or just someone to confide in. And what are the benefits? I mean, this is sort of a silly question in some ways, I think, but what are the benefits when they're able to find that, that, that community and that support system? No, it's really empowering to parents when they meet other people Mm. who are going through what they're going through, and they can sometimes take a step back and reevaluate their situation and come in with a calm and clear head when they're working with or when they're parenting these kiddos. Right. So when does this new program begin, and how can people find out information about it? Yeah, so it's virtual it's on zoom i just started it last friday so we're having it the last friday of every month Uh, you can go on our website which is cssrapidcity.com and go to our events page to find it again it's called resilient connections or you can find it on our facebook page and the events on our facebook page at catholic social services of rapid city and is it just for folks in the rapid city area or how are you doing that no, it's for anyone in South Dakota, any parents in South Dakota. I even open it up to people out of state, but my hope is to support South Dakota families. Um, because it's on Zoom, you can really join in from anywhere. Yeah. Wow. So what it, what was the first meeting like? How was it for the families? It was great. So we had about three parents attend. Um, not everyone that signed up attended unfortunately but i'm hoping that we can get some more parents on the call just to build up that tribe Uh um it's not just for catholics but it's for all foster and adoptive parents so um, and you you said sorry so go ahead go ahead kylie oh uh, we just we got really good feedback from the parents that did attend they are excited to do it again so it's the final friday of the month and and what what time is it at did you say uh, it's from 12 noon to 1 o'clock Mountain Time. Okay. okay. Well, and I think it would be, uh, too, an opportunity for families who have adopted and fostered in the past that maybe um, are on the other side of it and are, you know, found a new normal, found a new routine, that they could join and they could be a help to those who are also in the group, don't you think? Absolutely. It's parents supporting other parents. Beautiful. So w- w- can you speak then a bit more specifically? So what are the, some of the challenges um, that foster and adoptive parents face, and how is this program able to help them? Yeah, so foster and adoptive parents come in with a really great heart, and they're really excited um, to parent these kids. They might be nervous, but they're really excited. They just have the heart 
and they're called to do this. And sometimes you'll have a kid that has come from a hard place, has experienced trauma. They might have experienced um, abuse, neglect. Um, maybe their mom had complications during pregnancy. That always affects the brain of the kid. Hmm. And so when they have to adjust to this new routine, sometimes parents have to learn that as they go, uh, learn uh, what triggers behaviors, what times of the night, um, different anniversaries. So you can prepare as much as you want, but um, unless you have that support as you go, that training is going to be mean nothing. So when you have an active support group, you can come in and ask questions as you go and get support from professionals and other parents. Yeah. I can just imagine as a mother, you know, sitting up with a child at 2 in the morning, thinking about your the limited training that you right. had and feeling so alone. So I can imagine how extremely important this uh, group is going to be to some parents. Absolutely. And just in that first session, we were talking about um, just the different times that they're seeing these behaviors, but also the successes they've had in parenting. So we weren't just talking all negative. We were talking mm-hmm. about the positives and how rewarding it is mm-hmm. and how you can grow a lot during these struggles, but it um, also be rewarded. Absolutely. Is, and did you say, is there a cost associated with the program, Kelly? Uh, no, this is a free program. Beautiful. Um, it's not a class. It's a support group, so yep. it is free of cost. Okay. And is it just for the parents or siblings, kids? Are they invited? Uh, it is just for the parents. We do talk about some hard things okay. um, sure. in the support group, so we want to keep it open for the parents. Mm-hmm. But we can also direct parents if they want connections for their children um we have resources that we can share with them yeah my um uncle and gillette has four children and then they fostered and adopted five more and so (laughs) and so to watch the dynamics of the family change because it was a gradual five but um in i think for the parents, some of the hardest adjustments were with their own children, that their birth parents, too, versus the adoptive children. And so watching them work through that was a difficult thing. Um, but now they've made it out the other side, and they're doing really, really well. Right. Kelly, you said the name of the program, again, is Resilient Connections, and people can find out more at CSSRapidCity.com. Is that right? Yep, that's correct. All right. Well, any last thoughts before we let you go, Kelly? Um, I just hope that more parents will join. Um, of course, you get a little survey you can fill out after you join, and I hope we can continue this throughout the year and maybe beyond mm-hmm. and learn what parents need from us. This is a learning opportunity for professionals, too, to learn what parents need. So mm-hmm. it's helping us and it's helping them. Beautiful work. Well, God be with you in your work, and I hope it continues to go well. Thanks for being with us, Kelly. Thank you. God bless. That would be a hard challenge, don't you think? Yeah, I've got a sister-in-law who's um, fostered and adopted as well, Mm -hmm. and and, uh, they they had... 
ooh, I think this is right, eight uh, birth kits before they started fostering. And I don't know what the adopting. proper word is. Right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, so yeah, it's, uh, it's, yeah, they're definitely challenging. As Kelly said, oftentimes there are um, wounds, uh, physical sometimes, emotional others, uh, trauma, some, as, as she said, sometimes difficulties in the pregnancy itself. So it's yeah. definitely can be a challenge, but it's a, it's a beautiful, it's a beautiful work of mercy that those families undertake. Well, we're all adoptive sons and daughters, aren't we? Amen. Amen. So with that great line, let's take a break. Sounds good. <laughs> all right. We'll be back with more Real Presence Live right after this. This is Real Presence Live, where the focus is not on the evil around us, but on conversion and mercy through the good news that is always good. We're local, engaging, and live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Rose Management is a family-owned business that believes in good morals, doing the right thing, and treating our residents as family. Rose Management provides affordable housing to complexes throughout North Dakota and Minnesota. All Rose Management properties and our maintenance staff are in a centralized location in their cities. If you have any questions, you can call 701-237-6840 or online at rosemanagement.net. Again, that number is 701-237-6840. SJ Machine, proudly named after and dedicated to St. Joseph, provides quality machining and induction heat treating to a variety of industries. Just as St. Joseph worked diligently to meet his family's needs, SJ Machine strives to understand and meet your production needs. Prototype to production, working together towards success. SJ Machine can be reached at 701-347-0155 and are a proud supporter of the Real Presence Radio Network. Mayo Pharmacy in Bismarck is a faith-based pharmacy committed to delivering excellent care. We're pro-life and pro-family, respecting the dignity of the human person while providing for your individual needs. We have Catholic gifts for all ages, from mystic monk coffee to cards and crucifixes. Plus, we offer a wide range of clinical services, including rapid influenza testing and diabetes care management. You can visit us at 303 North 4th Street to discover the Mayo difference. Our number is 701-223-2424. Hi, this is Dr. Ryan Sapo with Lumen Vision in Fargo. Lumen Vision provides eye exams for the whole family and specialty services like vision therapy and custom contact lenses. We offer a variety of frames with missions you can believe in, like Moto Eyewear, which gives away a pair of glasses to a child in need for every frame sold. We are so grateful for your support and grateful to be supporting RPR. You can learn more about our mission at lumen.vision. Lumen Vision is a proud sponsor of the Real Presence Radio Network. This is Real Presence Live on the RPR Network, bringing you stories of faith and hope through local hosts and guests from across the Upper Midwest. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. I am Heather Caro. And I'm Dr. Chris Bergwald. And we're broadcasting today from the Pastoral Center in Sioux Falls, South Dakota, in their beautiful studio they have here. I think I'll just move in. <laughs> You're always welcome. <laughs> Rent is cheap. Heather. Rent is cheap here. So, rest of your week, do you have Friday off? Yeah, well, we have Friday and, and actually Easter Monday off as well. So do I. Um, nice. Right. Uh, so, um, be able with a family to participate. We. Um, so, you asked me at the top of the show about our... Fa- what if people wanted to tune in to the top of the show, Heather, by the way? What do they do? They're out of luck. Oh, they missed it? (laughs) 
<laughs> we podcast every half hour on realpresenceradio.com in our podcast section. So you can go check it out. And I do that a lot. So um, those that may not have heard, I'm now the programming director. Oh, yeah. And I tend to have a lot of meetings, phone calls, etc. So what I do is I pull up the podcasts of the shows and I listen to them during work. And then I can pause and then I can play. Yes. And then I can pause. <laughs> Just to absorb it. Yeah. <laughs> so you asked me in the first hour um, what my favorite liturgy in the Triduum is, and I said the vigil. Yes. So we, uh, as a family, we go to Holy Thursday, um, and then the Good Friday service at our parish is at uh, a little after 12, 12, 15. And then Friday night there's stations, uh, and then a tenebrae service. Um, tenebrae yep, service. Yep. So it's a oh, candlelight service. Well, it, it's, it can be done in different ways. It's, there's not one way to do it. <clears throat> the way it's done in our parish, there's a reading of Mash, Matthew's account of the Passion. Uh, but there are a number of candles lit, and so a portion of the Passion is red. Um, uh, the, the, church is, the church is dark other than the candles that are in the, in the sanctuary. And then uh, every few verses, uh, the, the lector pauses and a candle is extinguished, and we sit in silence for a few moments, and then the readings continued. So by the end, when I Jesus, have never been to one of these yeah, services, but by the time Jesus that we read about Jesus's death, there's one candle left, and then it's removed. And there's something oh. else that's kind of fun that I'll that's sort of dramatic and surprising, but I don't want to ruin it. Oh it's sort of wow! Like, so that's Thursday night, th- Friday night, Friday, Friday night. night. Okay. At St. Lambert's in Sioux Falls, it's after our stations. Well, see, and that's the thing that I think um, people need to understand too. If you've never been to any of the services for Holy Week, some of the churches do different things. Yep. You yep. know, like last year. Um, we didn't have anything. Right. And so this year for um, Good Friday, we're going to be going to service at noon, but we don't know what to expect. Yeah. Because Father Fox used to do veneration of the cross. Yep. Oh, yeah. And I don't know what Father Samson's going to do. Right. And so don't be feeling bad if you get there and you don't know what's going on because I'll be right next to you yeah. not knowing what's going on. <laughs> uh, one cool tradition in, uh, that I've seen in a few places. Um, and this this works in communities where, the, especially where there's more than one parish, although you could travel for their distances too. But Holy Thursday, there's sort of a, a tradition that many Catholics do of um, visiting because there's usually adoration for mm-hmm. a time after the Mass of the Lord's Supper. Um, people will make a, a, a tradition of journeying from parish to parish to make a little visit to our Lord uh, in the Eucharist. Kind of oh. the idea of, uh, can you, could you not stay with me for one hour? Stay awake for one hour. So uh, Jesus' words to Peter, James, and John, because they kept falling asleep. So right. um, I like that little tradition. Um, so I, I, I do that sometimes. Uh, we go to the Good Friday service, I mentioned, and then Tenebrae. And then we do the vigil. And after the vigil, we do a resurrection party. So we go home, and the snacks or sweets that people gave up get to pick out. Um, our youngest, Mercedes, Mercedes told me what I'm going to pick this year. Apparently, I don't have a choice. I have to get I don't know, some kind of ice cream. Oh, okay. So, <laughs> and then we watch a movie as a family and uh, really? enjoy the snacks and sweets and celebrate the Lord's resurrection. See, back in the day, you met my mother, Linda. Yes. She used to... Um, always be the sacristan for the Easter Vigil yes. for Cathedral in Rapid. And those of those of you who know her that are listening know that she would have the biggest party 
after the Easter vigil, and it would go till like three or four in the morning. Wow. Yeah. So she would have like everybody over to her tiny little one thousand square foot home, and have food galore and drinks and alcoholic beverages, and everybody that was part of, you know, even RCIA candidates that yep. are now New Catholics. Catholics yep. Everybody. Everybody came and invaded this tiny little house, and I was there a couple times, and it was just like, Mom, where are you going to put all these people? She's like, I don't know. They just find a place. And they did. It was just packed. That's awesome. It was so much fun. That's awesome. She's doing that in Zoo Falls now that she's here? No. What? Linda. (laughs) Linda. (laughs) Linda, listen. (laughs) We'll bring our food. (laughs) It It was her favorite, so... Yeah. So that, that yeah that's but that's what we do and and then we don't go to some people um, have the habit of not only going to the vigil mass but then they, some folks will also go to Easter Easter morning we don't have to of course not a right. but some people will will do, do you guys? that and we sleep in I did, I know it's totally I love Easter Sunday because we always go to the vigil too um, but it's just like I don't know a day of rejoicing yeah you know yeah. And you just rejoicing in your PJs for me anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Do you? Are there any? You know, some folks will um, at some point this week. Uh, for me, growing up, we we uh, ABC always had um, the Ten Commandments. Why the Ten Commandments? We don't know, but yeah, isn't that well, funny? Yeah, well, Passover. It's a, it's remember again. It's also around the time of the Passover. True. So I think that's why. Okay. Um, it's of course then now in the last fifteen ish years people have been uh, many 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 Christians will watch uh, Mel Gibson's The Passion of the Christ. There's all sorts of sorts of new um, movies about the life and death of Jesus that have come out. You know, mm-hmm. um, uh, dramatizations. Are there any movies that you particularly watch? No, no. I watched The Passion of the Christ once. Yeah, and um, I know people that watch it every year. And I think it was because I think it was extremely traumatic, and I don't need to see it again because yeah. it's still burned yeah. in my brain. Yeah, it's it's uh, it's visceral would be one way to put it. Uh, yeah. yeah. Um, Jim Caviezel, who I wanted to have on the show today, but he was unavailable. We, we couldn't make that happen. We didn't uh, even ask him. But <laughs> <laughs> truth be told, he, he's talked more than once about how there's a. There's a script for a sequel, um, and that there might be one day a, a movie by, by resurrection thing with, with Jim Caviezel on the resurrection. Yeah, that would be so fascinating. Yeah, that, would be, that would be fascinating. So hmm. we'll have to see. In the meantime, we get to experience the real thing. Well, frankly, every day right. we experience the power of the resurrection, but but of course on Easter in a particular way. Right. Yeah. How about you? Other than. What movie do you get? No, there's nothing like consistently. Again, Ten Commandments was I too like I, I, I I've I've seen The Passion of the Christ more than once, but it's, it's too hard for me to like watch. Straight. What I end up doing is watching a little bit of it throughout Holy Week. Sometimes I haven't I haven't this year at all, to be honest. Well, maybe Thursday or Friday. We'll see. Yeah, I think I think if I ever get calloused and and I don't have a deep emotion about his crucifixion, then I'll sh- I should watch it again. Then you will. <laughs> but I haven't got to that point. It's been quite a while. Amen. So, all right, folks. Well, today is Tuesday, right? It is. Okay. Tuesday of Holy Week. Tuesday of Holy Week, and tomorrow we've got an amazing show coming up. So, Therese, why don't you tell us what's going on? Yeah. Thanks, Heather. So, on the next Real Presence Live, that's tomorrow from 9 to 11 a.m. Central, 
Deacon Paul Trinan and Heather Carroll are your hosts, coming to you live from the Abbey of the Hills in Marvin, South Dakota. Father Tom Hartman from the Diocese of Sioux Falls will share about his journey of forgiveness. Then tune in to find out which priest will receive donuts during this week's Honor Our Fathers. All that and much more is coming up on the next Real Presence Live. That's Wednesday from 9 to 11 a.m. Central. Thanks, See? Jess. No, they don't get donuts during Holy Week, though. Do they? I mean, that'd be like sacrilegious, wouldn't it? If they what? Do they get the donuts? The you know, no, our fathers. No, because like Father Kapperman won. Yeah. And I'm not delivering his donuts until after Easter. No, they're gonna be fresh, though, aren't they? I mean. You didn't buy, <laughs> <laughs> you know, buy them when it was announced. I hope. No. <laughs> Here's here's your uh, Lenten penance, Father. Well, Easter penance. Apparently. You could save them for next year and yeah. eat them all. <laughs> no, no, we we try to schedule it. Some priests, like we did Father Morgan one time, and we got the whole crew in on it, and the people who nominated him, and all of a sudden, there's like all these people in the cathedral office, and he's like, "What are you people doing here?" <laughs> <laughs> He was a scared. <laughs> he was scared. What did I forget? So, no, we we try to make it into a fun. And it's funny how excited priests get about donuts. Oh, yeah. And it's just like, and Father Morgan, he's not a donut eater. Not even close. And really? he was excited. Hmm? Why? He's not? Okay. <laughs> I don't understand how somebody couldn't be excited about donuts, but. <laughs> All right. Well. Thanks for hosting with me today. Happy to be here. It's been a while, Heather, so this was fun. Thanks. Yeah. Because I think it's been at least January, if not further. Has it? Oh, yeah. Yeah. February is busy for me, man. Oh, that's right. We yeah. did skip a month. Yep. That means but, you have to come back for the live drive. Well, <laughs> maybe. Maybe. But I think it's like uh, April 20th-ish that we're on again, mm-hmm. so it won't mm-hmm. be nearly as long. Maybe Jim can come on that day. There we go. Mr. Caviezel. Mr. Caviezel. Maybe we'll have him in studio. Oh, that'd be fun. <laughs> He's they were asking us who we wanted for uh, banquets in the future, and I'm like, Jim would Jim be Caviezel. a great... Totally. Totally. I think you might draw a crowd. I think you would. I don't know, but we'll see. All right, folks. Well, we hope you have a wonderful rest of your holy week uh, and i always i always i what's the appropriate words i don't want to say happy holy week is it Bless, happy? i say blessed holy i've been saying blessed holy week this year okay all right hope everyone has a blessed holy week attend an extra service if you can thank you for joining us and i'll be seeing you guys tomorrow Amen. lucky dogs well we'll have a great day god bless This has been Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Real Presence Live brings you inspirational stories of faith and a look at the good and holy things happening in our local area. Weekday mornings from 9 to 11 Central. Tune in for an encore of each show beginning Saturday morning at 6. Get the podcast any time of day or night at yourcatholicradiostation.com or on the Real Presence Radio app. And remember, you can be a part of the conversation through Facebook and Twitter. Real Presence Live, local, engaging, and live on the Real Presence Radio Network.